Welcome, welcome to the Sylvania Round Football Show with Coach Dollar Van, who got Randall out of being here on time. All right, let's start our first show with explaining how I live in Eastern time. You and Coach Van lives in Central time. I set up the broadcast for Central time, then went back and changed it to Eastern time and only forgot to tell Coach Van, you're used to my mistake. So you got it. So uh, Coach Van will be on his way in just a minute. Yeah, this morning when you sent the text, you first said 7 o'clock, then like 15 words later you said 6 o'clock. And so I think he got confused on what the time was. Well, I know exactly he did. But he is on his way. He's heading to the field house to get logged in, and he will be here shortly. And, uh, you know, hope, uh, you know, everybody enjoys the show. Well, let's explain while Coach Van's coming on and um, – what we're going to do. And for all of our Sylvania folks, first of all, go to YouTube, like River City Media Sports, and every time we get go live, you don't have to deal with Facebook. You can just, we'll pop into your now live section. So it's River City Media Sports. Follow us, subscribe. And every time we go live with this show, you'll get a notification. Here's the goal. We, as in you and I, had talked for a long time about having Tyler as a guest. Uh, Coach Van, I call him Tyler because he's a friend too. It's it's kind of a little. Um, Coach Van and put together something. Uh, frankly, we had great success with it. And we all three enjoy doing it. We talked to Coach Van uh, a few weeks ago and we were like, why don't we do something permanently with Sylvania football? And that's what this is. Howie, right now, we'll be on about monthly, probably till football, till two months ahead of football season, six weeks ahead of football season. Then we'll go weekly with Coach Van. Yeah, that's the plans for right now. You know, uh, we enjoy talking to uh, Coach Van, uh, of course, we enjoy talking to each other and enjoy Coach Van being on the show. He enjoys it. Uh, got a great feedback. And, uh, you know, we threw this proposal out to him, you know, back before Christmas. And he's like, hey, let's do it. And uh, so uh, he's on board. We wanted to start in January, but due to circumstances, we wasn't able to get started that quick. And, I fell off the ladder. You can go ahead and tell everybody. Well, no, uh, no, nah, nah, I wasn't going to do that. But uh, anyway. You know, we was planning on starting then. Circumstances didn't allow us to do that. Uh, Coach Van helps with uh, the basketball. I've got my little basketball stuff that I do at Fife as well. And so, uh, you know, basketball season has unfortunately wrapped up for everybody, for us too, that's involved in it. So uh, we're ready to get the show rolling. So, uh, and there's a bunch of people jumping on. Again, I'll say, we will be on our regular platforms. You can follow us on Facebook, but we're moving over to a YouTube channel. Uh, we also are looking for a couple of things to expand this. We're looking for a a local um, market to, to take this show to, uh, where you might have multiple ways to get it in the uh, Fort Payne, DeKalb County, Sylvania, Sand Mountain area. Uh, we also are looking for sponsorship, and we don't know how that's going to look. We know we're going to split the sponsorship with the quarterback club, offset the cost of doing the show, and raise money for the quarterback club. 
Uh, Howie, the goal, you will be at every game, embed it. You are the stats man for the, for the high school. So you're our eyes there at the game. So you will, every week, you will bring us stats, key plays, things that change the game. Uh, what else will you be looking for as we grow this show? Uh, be looking forward to seeing the uh, senior class that will be coming in, uh, having them on the show occasionally. Um, you know, maybe try to grab an assistant coach every once in a while, get them to come on. Uh, you know, for me, it's going to be, um, uh, you know, I've, I got a phone call. It's Coach Man calling now, so let me see what he wants real quick. I'll let you take okay. over, Randy. So we're, we're uh, sorry again, set up on Eastern time. It was originally uh, scheduled for Eastern. We didn't communicate that to Coach Van. So Coach Van's trying to join us now live. And again, it'll take us a couple of weeks to get this ironed out. And after a couple of weeks, we'll be able to, uh, to be pretty uh, fluid with it. Uh, they're making fun of me right now, folks. You can tell. They're talking about Randall's Eastern Central Prime problem. So uh, the one thing we want to do is we want to bring some of the kids on. We're going to bring some of the assistant coaches on. And, uh, Allie, what, what, what's the update? Allie, what's the, what's the update? The update on is. Now. Do what? He is fixing to join us in just a second. He's pulling into the field house. He had uh, honeydews to do and lost track of time. Oh, he's all good. We, we told him the wrong time to start. So give us five more minutes. We'll have him on. reason we went ahead and started, folks, though, is we, we wanted to get a little bit about what we're trying to do out there before Coach Van gets on here. The, and I'll say this before Coach Van gets on here. This is going to be positive. Uh, there's some things that we want to do. We want to open up a mailbox where you as Sylvania fans can email us questions every week. We may even have a ability for you to call in and talk to us every week live on the air. But Howie, we got, we got to keep this, got to keep this adult and professional coach Van can only say so much about game plans, what he's doing. We, we're not, we're not doing this to give away Sylvania's game plan. No, not at all. And of course, he knows that, and he's not going to give nothing away, uh, because when we talk to him, it will probably he might not even have a game plan ready, depending on you know when we actually do this. You know, word has it that we may be doing this on Sundays, and yes. you know, so he may not even watch the film yet from the previous week or going into the next week. So no, it's not nothing like that. Yeah, you know, we'd love for people not just Sylvania people, anybody that would want to contact us and have a question for Coach Van or myself or Randy or whoever, uh, you know, we're going to set up the email account. We'll pick two or three emails a, a week and answer those to the best of our ability. And uh, if we don't know the real answer, we'll probably make something up for you. Yeah, and, you know, the one thing we don't want is, you know, well, why didn't Coach Van throw the ball on third and 14 yeah, up 47 points, you know. <laughs> Coach Van's going to run the team. We're here to support the team. And, you know, there's a time and place, and this is not the time or place for wides and who's. Now, if you want to you question Coach Van 
on uh, some of his play calling every now and then, he might welcome that. He probably let you call a few if you think you can get it correct. So right. uh, uh, we will definitely have it in a way that that does honor to the civilian Rams football program. And folks, there's a lot I think Coach Van is getting on. Let me see. Oh, not yet. I, there's a lot we can do here. Um, I'm not against every now and then maybe getting an opposing coach on here and let's let's talk to Coach Benefield or a, a coach somewhere along the way. And uh, you know, that mountain has such a tradition with football that there is so many things that we can do going forward. Uh, you know, there's things like Wing Fest that we might be at. There's there's spring football. Football is a year-round sport, and and we're going to make it so that you have year-round coverage of the Sylvania Rams. And and Howie, one other thing is, you know, we might pop in with Phil Harris from uh, WQSB, might be on here a few times. I'm sure we'll have some guests from around the county. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do our best to get uh, more people on here. Uh, Not only will we have this show, but we'll also have Off the Record with Randall that will be coming back uh, hopefully starting next week, but this is going to be something new that we're going to try and see how it goes. And, and hopefully we get a good feedback like we have the last two times when we've had, or actually three times that we've had coach van on because we had a 15 minute spot with him at the wing fest in the locker room, showing, showing everything. So hopefully we'll get, keep on getting good response and coach van don't get tired of us and we'll continue to uh, join us. That's the key part. Let's not make coach van tired of us. Howie, one thing while we're waiting on Coach Van, I really thought that 2021, that the Rams, I won't say overachieved, but they they overachieved what I thought their goals would be. And, and I think it voted well for Coach Van in his first year to come out, and he really captured the community too. Yeah, he's a very likable individual, and that's something that uh, coaches has got to realize you got to get the fan support going, you know, you got, you got, you got to get the community involved. Now, if you don't want to show up for certain things and, and, you know, show yourself and lose the fan support, then you're going to lose players when that comes around. Yeah, absolutely. And coach fan is so community friendly with this program. And, you know, the wing fest, uh, we had a hard time setting up that interview with coach, uh, coach fan during the wing fest because he was in the, uh, cornhole tournament and I, I think he had advanced a couple of rounds and we, we had to get him in between yeah. the, the advance and in the cornhole tournament but um uh, one other thing with you um and your lovely daughter who plays in the sylvania band of course will be at every game the uh opportunity exists if someone wanted to help with some stats or something maybe next year you you might have some opportunities. Anybody's interested in doing something like that to help us or even chart out plays that you could send to the show and say, here's the chart of plays. We will take all the information we can get at this point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I can use all the help I can get. If anybody just is wanting to become a stat person and help do it, I'll let you do the defense. I'll let you do the offense. If there's two or three of you, I'll delegate it down and I'll sit in the bleachers and, and uh, holler down at you and say, hey, you didn't do it right or something like that. So, uh, now if anybody's interested in helping out, I'm sure Coach Van wouldn't mind because I, I guarantee you I don't mind if somebody's willing to help out. 
So we're setting up a, an email address that's going to be Sylvania Ram Football at River City Media or something like that. So you email us your questions, and then we'll leave them right on the air. I did have one question for Coach Van uh, that, that is from uh, a non-Sylvania Ram person that I'm going to ask him tonight as soon as he gets on here, Howie. But I was going to get your opinion of it, too. You know, I've been at a 3A school in Tennessee. The numbers get really tough. And and sometimes at the smaller school, you get kids, and we're going to talk about basketball. I went to um, one of our basketball games, school I'm at currently, and only one kid was playing basketball. That's really, that's really odd to me that most of the time you have four or five kids that's playing football than basketball. Right, absolutely. Uh, you know, being with five over the last couple of years, uh, last year they only had one, if not two, players that played basketball. This year, more football players came out. But usually at smaller schools, like you said, you got these five or six kids that has to play every athlete or play every sport for them to actually have sports because there's just not enough kids that is out doing anything. Well, we want to thank everybody for being patient with us while Coach Tyler Van figured out Randall time and did Coach Hannah Van's uh, honeydew list. Uh, between Randall time and Hannah honeydew list, I'm surprised he had time to even make it to the show. So he'll be joining us in a minute. Howie, let's talk while we're waiting a little bit about the schedule. Uh, of course, Sylvania's going to change areas. Right. That new area, whoo, they – Coach Van likes to play competition, and his hand's going to be full. Yeah, absolutely. I was talking to a gentleman today at Fort Payne, and they was he was talking about that everybody except for two schools that he could remember in the Fort Payne region dropped to 5A. Well, with Savannah, all but I think two schools or three schools changed regions this year. And, you know, it, it's going to be a very tough, probably one of the toughest regions in the state. All right, let's uh, let's bring Coach Van on. I'm Coach, here. I understand hey. you're learning to tell Randall time. I I send six, I send seven. You just got to figure it out and come when you get a chance. I got you. I, that's my fault. I was at Fort Payne. Yep. I would text me said everything okay. I was like, what does he mean everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> when I thought about, it, I was like, oh, I'm late. Yeah, well, I'm in Eastern. I was telling everybody I'm in Eastern. You're in Central. Between uh, myself and uh, Hannah Van's to-do list, we're just proud you made it. Because right. uh, keeping up with Randall is kind of hard. And, Coach, you're on perfect timing. Howie and I had started talking a little bit about some of the things we want to accomplish, but we'd gotten to your new area. So uh, I, they were redistricting last time we talked to you. All of that is now – kind of done and you know who your area is and you got that schedule finalized and uh the first question i have for you here on the sylvania ram show it could you not get alabama and auburn on the schedule or were they busy on those weeks you wanted to play on? busy <laughs> okay busy. that's, that's a heck of a schedule it's a tough schedule and uh, it's a lot we like it though because you know when we get to the playoffs we played some of the best competition you're going to see in the north um, it makes us better, makes our program better. And if you're not wanting to play the best, uh, to have an opportunity to beat the best, you got to play them. So uh, it 
it's it's going to be good for us, our program, for our kids to get better. We're excited about it. Kids are excited. The way we look at it is Sylvania's on their schedule, you know, so they have something to deal with too. It ain't just us. They got to deal with us as well. And, uh, hopefully we have something for everyone. Coach, um, were you surprised by the draw that you got? Because I know at some point we discussed and we thought you were moving to another region altogether. Yeah, so we actually had already started a group text with some. We thought we'd go to Brindley Mountain. Asbury would still be with us. Thought we might get some uh, some other people like J.B. Pennington come to our area or region. Uh, it didn't work out that way. They threw us a different way. It's, it never works out the way you think it's going to work out. So, uh, but we're good with it. We got some good competition, and it's going to make us better. We're excited about it. Coach, I look at it. We won't get too far in it, but you start the year with Sachs and Piedmont. That that's um, that's two teams that's had a lot of success in the playoffs, and that's a good judge, especially that Piedmont team. Uh, You end the year with five, so between five or Piedmont, I think they've played in what six or seven straight state championships. So. You're going to see a team that's that state championship quality. Yes, right off the bat. So, Sykes is going to be a good football team. You know, week one, um, get to see some speed early, uh, good athleticism, good up front, well coached. And then you go go to Piedmont, we go to Field of Champions. They come to us last year in the playoffs. And I thought we were one or two mistakes away from being in that game at the end. And we weren't. They were, they walked us up front. That's why we're in a weight room right now. We're trying to get stronger. Uh, hopefully have something for them then and give them a game early and see them get in the playoffs. So we're excited about it. We're excited about going down there. And seeing that competition early really sets you up for the rest of the year, kind of like five. You know, we, um, Piedmont may be the best team on the schedule. So go over there, play hard, have a chance to win, find a way to win, and move on. Coach, uh, Howie, I'll let come to you next too. Coach, while it's a new area, a lot a lot of it feels the same. Uh, you still have a lot of traditional rivals in there. You're still going to see Fife. You're going to see Plainview this year. It To me, it was a nice mix uh, on your schedule. You get Westbrook, Ohatchee, plus you got your local teams. It really felt like you made an effort to keep your schedule local, but go ahead and spread it out throughout the, the region and pick up some 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 teams that Maybe we've not seen every year. Right. Yeah. And region, you know, they gave us some eight teams we've got to play. Or, and then I had them three non-region, which they able to schedule sacks again because that's good for us to see that early, even though they're not in a region. They actually went south. And then uh, picking up Pisgah uh, should be a good driver. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Picking up Pisgah, going to Pisgah. Well-coached football team, um, and, and should be a good gate both places. Uh, oh, you noticed I stayed away from Pisgah. I'll let you uh, start there. And then we, <laughs> then we, then we uh, kept five. You know, we didn't we didn't have to play them, and, um, but it's good for us to play them. So we're playing them week ten and uh, going right into the playoffs with them. But uh, uh, you know, uh, Howie, I'll let you go in a second. I thought that was kind of brilliant playing five, right? You cannot have a better game to get you playoff ready than playing five week ten. I agree. Uh, was that was that was that intentional or was that just an open date? Well, I think Coach Benefield really wanted to play us as well. We give them a spread look going into the playoffs. They give us, you know, they're going to be a good football team, and 
you know, one of the better ones, better than probably most North 3A teams we're going to play in the playoffs. And, and seeing them right before you go in the playoffs, they're probably going to be better than the round one game you got the very next week. So um, they give us that physicality and the physical football game. But we're going to see that all year. They're just another a team on the schedule this year that is going to be a tough game. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're not too banged up because if we're banged up a little bit, of course we'll be resting guys going into that. But, uh, of course, five steps out of the region goes down to 2A again. But 2A, 3A, 4A, 5A, it's still five. It's a good football team. Howie, I'll, I'll let you uh, go with some some of your questions there, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking at schedule and everything, Coach, and I was just curious about did you do it on purpose as far as your furthest road game is going to be at Piedmont? Is that because you're going to be kind of a young team coming in this year? Right, well, the so the way we set it up we at the region meeting is the auto-generated home and aways for the region. So they actually told you then where you was traveling, who's coming to you. And then we were we just kind of went out and, and scheduled your non-region game. So um, it was kind of the luck of the draw or, or not the luck of the draw because you, you look at us, we played Piedmont, actually Geraldine back to back to back um, in this region. So very top, top heavy region, not saying the uh, – not top heavy, but our, we're playing three of the, the top teams in the region, in my opinion back-to-back-to-back to back to back right off the bat. And the second half of the season's against still good football teams with Hoax Glove, Westbrook, Christian, Glencoe. Um, so it's not easy. Uh, Plainview, Geraldine. So uh, I, I think, though, going to Plainview early is going to help us. Uh, really do. Uh, or Piedmont, I'm sorry, not Plainview. But going to Piedmont early is going to help us. Uh, gives our younger guys some road, road experience at one of the – most hostile, best places you can play high school football in 3A, probably 1 through 4 or 5A. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm looking to schedule you. You know more about it than I do, but it seems to me that every team that you're playing this coming season made the playoffs last year. Or am I overlooking one that didn't make it? Glencoe didn't. But you, <laughs> it's funny you say that because you look at it, though, you got region champions, you got sacks, you got five. You have Pisgah, um, you know, and then you look at your semifinal game last year. Or you, you know, semifinals, you had Sachs and Piedmont right. in 3A North. They're both in there. You have Pisgah who won the region. Uh, you got people at five who made it third round, but you have a bunch of teams in there that play good football that are well coached, and it should be a fun year. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be a jokingly great said it, Coach, but I, I really do think if Coach Saban had an open date, you might have scheduled him. So uh, we kind of got out of sequence because we went ahead, but we want to jump back just a little bit. You've been involved, uh, not directly as a, a coach, but you've been traveling with the, the basketball team. And, and while we're a football show, we love the kids at every sport. Had a pretty good run in basketball uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about our basketball year and some of the kids and the coaches that were involved. Of course, we've had coaches on here, but tell us how we uh, did this year. Well, they uh, got better every, you know, you, you look at the start of the year, I don't think anyone who watched them early in the year would have thought they made it to Jacksonville. And, uh, they just kept working. Coach Keene done a great job with them. And you had guys that played football, that played basketball. You had some key guys step up. Uh, some seniors saw you huge, Brody Smith. And then Ryan Bullock, he didn't play football, but he done a real good job for him. 
And then you had guys Drake Wisnat, and, and you had a bunch of guys on that basketball team who just continued to work and do what Coach King said. Coach King done a good job. You got Derek Talley, um, Staten. They all did a really good job coaching them and just working them, and they just continued to work. I think uh, that's something I love about this place. Kids just want to work and get better. Um, and if they know you care about them, they're going to work hard. They're going to fight for you, and they want to win just as much as anybody else. And I'm, I was really proud. You know, I didn't coach. I never went to a practice. Uh, I sit with them, supported them. And uh, I, I was actually supposed to probably go to a few practices the deal was to start with, but they was always kind of – I was at football doing stuff. And, um, but, no, just watching them from a – just being kind of a spectator and watching, sitting on the bench and watching and seeing how the kids went, the coaches went. They did a really good job, continue to get better. And like I said, if you had – you want to talk to many people who thought they had been at Jacksonville early in the year, um, but that's where they ended up, and they did a really good job getting there. That's awesome. How did you get to – I know you're up the road a little bit, but you got to see the basketball team a couple of times too, didn't you? I got to see them once uh, there at five and very impressive, um, very athletic team. And with to me, I'm thinking with Coach Fan being on the bench, that shows his dedication to the kids. And that may even Absolutely. bring out more kids to play football. Have you seen that affect yet, Coach? Well, we're trying. <laughs> we got – but most of them – we was talking, man, Coach King was actually talking today. Coach King and I, English teachers were correct. And Coach King and I was talking today, and, uh, you know, most of them do play football. I think we have, like, three guys on varsity that don't, maybe two. Uh, so most of them are playing football. Uh, we want them all to play football but because we know we got to share. I want all of them to play basketball, baseball, whatever sport it is. Uh, 3A school, you have to share. Um, so – it does help. Coach King's actually our head junior high football coach now, so um, that's going to help in that aspect as well for him, vice versa. Coach, will will the majority of the kids go on to baseball now, or do you mm-hmm. do you have the opportunity to? Um, what happens in the spring in Alabama? Do you eventually get a open window to to practice with the kids in pads or? Uh, we do. What's the timing of that? We do. They just went to baseball, so they're working out six a.m. with baseball. I, the ones who don't play baseball, they they're back with football program lifting now. Um, and then around May, towards the end of middle of May, end of May, we'll do a spring. Uh, ours is a little different because I I chose to do an extra week in the fall. So you get a choice. You can do an extra week in the fall in the fall jamboree. You can do a spring jamboree. And you can't do a pre-week zero fall jamboree. So we're doing a pre-week zero fall jamboree in the fall and start a week earlier. And then, which sets up good for us because we'll do a pre-jamboree, you know, pre-week zero fall jamboree. I'm going to take week zero off, and then we're just going to play one through ten. And so kind of give us, you know, in that jamboree, see what we need to work on, get better at, and, and leading up to size game, and then get better at that leading to the big line. Talking about the jamboree, who do you have on store to play the Jamboree game? Currently, we have Section North Jackson coming to us. Um, I'm trying to find one more team that, to play us. I've been calling around or come up here and play Jamboree with, with us three. So, right now, it's uh, North Jackson Section and us uh, here at Sylvania. So, we're excited about that. And and we've not been able to do a spring. We're, we're going to do some work, uh, some field work. 
little belt put anything on board on there's some skill development and stuff like that but not a technical spring so we're not going to do a spring jamboree or golden but um that's a good question coach because i you know your offense is not simple to the average fan uh during the time you do have in the spring which is not a true spring uh do you try to put in um plays or do you just try to work on technique and what you can in, in, without pads on we do a little both we, we try to make sure we're continuing to hit our base stuff there's not a lot we like what we want to be good at, which is uh, it, whether it be inside zone team and outside zone team, whatever zone scheme and gap scheme we want to be good at. It's going to be our base, we think, for this team. We make sure we learn it. We learn it against the fronts up front. We work on our steps, techniques, stuff like that. Um, and then skill development is the biggest part, whether it be receivers, first step, using their hands, um, everything like that, football, first step. Like we just met with – I met with a couple of players in just a few minutes, probably about four, four o'clock to about four thirty, um, and we was just going over quarterback was going over pass throw, um, pass protections, how to call it, who to call it to, um, what happens if this guy walks up. Just working pass protections now, talking to the elves about where to hit it. We watched some film from last year, some cut ups, and just stuff like that. Now, just working up to the spring, just trying to get better every. Little thing matters. So we're just trying to get better. So it's mainly skill development, but we're trying to work some scheme to our base passing game. Holly, before you go, let me uh, let me just get get a comment in that the only the only uh, letter I got in high school was for baseball, and if I'd had six a.m. baseball practice, I probably wouldn't have got that one either. So <laughs> so, so whoever had six a.m. baseball practice, you wouldn't have got this fat fella. But how do you take off on it, buddy? I want to change the subject real quick. Uh, you were, uh, I don't, you know, you was nominated or you was chosen as one of the top ten under forty in the state of Alabama. You was ranked number nine. How how do you feel after just two years of being a head coach? So I couldn't hear the last part. It's fuzzy on my end. I'm, I'm sorry, coach. You're you are number nine out of the 10 under 40 coaches selected in the state of Alabama. How does that make you feel after just two years of being a head coach? I I saw that. My wife told me about it. And we, I saw it. And I try not to really be honest with you think about it. I, I really just about it, – it's about the kids and about what they're doing and, and working hard. It does mean a lot to me. I mean, I, I, I try to work hard. But at the end of the day, it's about them. It's about making them better. Without them guys, it ain't about what I do. It's about what they do. And so I just try to come to work, work hard, and, and you know, to be recognized or for for that is, is an honor. Don't get me wrong, but it's not why I do it. I don't think that's why any coach should do it, is to be recognized or anything like that. But it, uh, it does. It's an honor to be recognized for that. It's early in my career, but uh, tomorrow it could be different. I could drop to 150. At the end of the day, I'm still going to come to work and I'm going to work my tail off and I'm going to try to make my kids better and we're going to try to go to work and win football games and build character and build, you know, young men. At the end of the day, it's, we want to win every football game and that's the goal. But, you know, 10 years from now, what did I learn from Coach Mann? And, and hopefully it's more than, than scheme and first step and technique and 
winning games. I, I hope it's things about life. So. Well, receiving, but it I didn't mean to get off on that. No, no, no. I mean, receiving something like that may actually bring the kids out more wanting to play for someone like that. For you, you know, wanting to do better to make you in 10 years, like you said, be the top 10 under 30. Right. You know, that 10 so. years would be top 10 under 40, but <laughs> I wish it was top 10 under 30. Hey, coach, if you hang a three or seven next year, you're not going to make the 2022 list. So just go ahead and tell you now. I agree. Uh, Kyle Bench, we better keep it nice. He's watching us, and that's enough to scare me to keep me nice. So I thought that that's Coach getting one in there. But he's um, coach of the – you know, we call him Cody, coach of the year. Um, <laughs> last year, you know, I got to get it in while I can because um, – at the end of the year, when basketball season's over, he's no longer coach of the year, so I can't call him that anymore. He just goes back to Coach Finch. So, try to call him Coach well, four times for this season's coach, over. Coach, um, we, we went a little bit through what we're trying to accomplish, but one thing we want to accomplish is as we grow this show, and we told everybody we're going to start giving it a little air right now, you know, maybe once every two weeks or something, but when we get – in the season, we're going to be here every week and maybe even have some highlights of the game, some feedback from the game. But one thing we're, we we talked about is maybe open a mailbox where you can get some questions from the fan base and stuff. And I'm sure you're so media friendly. That's something you welcome in the feedback. We got a real shot to make this inter interactive with our fan base right now. That'd be good. Yeah. Send the complaints in. Just whatever, whatever you want to want to. Bring on. Yeah, ask anything. It'll be good. And coach, I told them they couldn't question play calling. That's the only thing they got. Yeah, you can talk about the defensive the calls. And I'll just pass them along. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can't do Clark like that, Coach Clark. Coach, um, what is what is the rules in Alabama as far as how much contact you can have with the kids over the summer? Are you still able to run your weight program over the summer? Yes, sir. We do. We do. We have two weeks. I think yeah, uh, All Star Week, uh, and then they, they have it designated. Other, there's another week. Now, I think it's All Star Week is the main one that you, they don't want you doing anything. It's All Star Week. But other than that, we're we're straight through. Actually, basketball does some stuff in June. Um, so, but we we go from June all the way. Besides that, like I said, that off that uh, All Star Week, we we're straight through, and like we start a week early earlier than everybody else. You know, if you decide to start and not do spring, we start earlier. Um, but you're allowed, like, we'll work out, we'll go out in helmets, we do OTAs, 707s, seven and stuff like that uh, throughout the summer. But you're not, you're just not allowed to put pads on. You can wear helmets, get things done. So we do that all summer. We spend time on the field every day and try to get better. Ms. Cheney? You want to roll a few questions out, Coach Van's way? Yeah, I want to kind of follow up on that. With kids playing multiple sports and everything, how do you manage to work that in where you've got them a certain time, then Coach King's got them a certain time? Or do y'all get together and say, okay, let's work it out this week, this week? How does that work out? Yeah, that's been discussion actually the last few weeks on that. So we this year we'll have junior high from seven. Like I have the junior high football guys from seven in the morning to eight thirty, and I'll send them to basketball. 
and then I'll have the varsity guys coming at eight thirty to ten, and that's including you know, you know weights and on the field. As uh, soon as it gets ten ten oh five, I send the basketball guys to Coach King, and all the other football guys will finish up. We may not be done at that point, but I send them on time because because they need to go to get basketball because it's their time to in summer to get that. But in July, there's no issue at all. It's just all football stuff. So, but in June we work with each other and we got to get them all uh, doing what they need to do. There's baseball, I think, in June as well. So it's it's a full time thing for for the kids, but it's good for them. And, but we do do a good job, I think, of, of working around each other so that the kids can be different places and not have to go home and come back. You know, back and forth. Or they get to school and workouts. They do it. Workout football and then go to basketball. It's a lot, but they're young. They have one. <laughs> that's that's all I got. That's the only question I had that following that. Coach, um, and then we'll get into, you know, we got about another twenty minutes here. I want to talk a little about this year, twenty twenty two coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh have, I know we talked at the end of last year and we were like, Yeah, a couple weeks you'll be bu- building depth charts and mm-hmm. moving players around and stuff. What what is um what is the prospect and what seniors do you have to replace at key positions that that we might see somebody over the summer and through the fall camp emerge? Uh, not a name as much as what positions we'll have battles at during the summer. Uh, so we have the quarterback position. We lost Brody Smith, uh, senior, he threw for for twenty four hundred yards. He had a really good good season for us, so we're we're replacing him and. So there's going to be a battle. There's, you know, three guys possibly that, that could win that battle. Uh, it's going to be a good – I think it's going to be good for us. Anytime you have competition all over any spot on the field, it's going to make each other better. So that's going to be a battle that will probably last all the way up to game one. I could be lasting that long. So somebody interested to see how that goes, you know, throughout the summer that will make each other better. And we got Sawyer Hughes, a receiver. Here's a leading receiver over 1,000 yards uh, receiving maybe the first time in school history that that's happened um but he's gonna be a big time uh guy to replace this on offense uh, that that deep threat guy we got a couple guys that i'm looking at that i think can do it Uh, we'll have competition really all two spots two outside receiver spots we got one guy coming back that probably has one on lockdown but i never say lockdown because you may have a young guy come up and surprise you but then up front, we got right guard, left guard, left tackle. But there's been a lot of rotation of young guys up front that, that played last year because we had some injuries that, that are ready to play. Uh, it's just, you know, we got some seniors up front that we lost. It's going to be a hard to replace, and it's going to take us some time to get, get our young guys ready to go. And uh, as soon as we get them, we'll be working hard to, to get that spot ready. That's the most important spot on the field up front. Uh, we're going to be young on the O-line in, in a few spots, but, uh, you know, two of the ones that's going to be playing got a lot of reps last year. Uh, and, and I think that's going to be big. And then defense, the same type of stuff. You know, we got Coach, with Sawyer, if you move Sawyer, he was such a well up and outside. Mm-hmm. Do you create another opening that you didn't have to fill? Or is it a situation that if Sawyer just wins the job, he wins the job, but you – it, it's always, to me, a tough decision to take a kid that's productive at another position and move him. But 
is there any weighing of that? Hey, this is an all district region receiver removing the quarterback. We we've got a new opening yeah. now at wide receiver. Yeah, so we got problem we have now. We the you know probably the two that's really going to battle for the job. Uh, one of them, whoever don't win it, is going to play receiver. Uh, and I think they both complement each other. So um, they're both good enough to be on the field. So then it becomes a problem in summer where if you're not practicing quarterback, you got to go out there and make sure you get your receiver drills and you're catching footballs because you're going to be on the football field. And uh, so it's, it's sort of the, we're going to be back and forth on if you're we're playing seven on sevens, you may be running quarterback and he may be a receiver. I'm going to switch the next drive and, um, because they need reps at both spots. We need film on them at both spots. And so, this will be exciting. We're excited about it. Does it give the kids a unique perspective, though, playing quarterback and wide receiver? Hey, if you're out there, play one at wide receiver and drop a ball, then you go back to quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You're going to yell at yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, once we, I, I'm one of them. Uh, once, once I make the decision there in the fall uh, on who wins the job, they want it. Uh, so it's going to be a battle that I won't decide until I know for sure, but we're going to have somebody by week one and they're going to know where they're playing. But through the summer, I see what you're talking about. It's going to be, they're going to be able to get on each other, I guess, a little bit. They may yeah. jump in on purpose. You know, they may <laughs> blame it on the quarterback. I'm just kidding. Can't be dropping balls so you can win the quarterback position. You got to right. catch for the other guy. That's it. Coach, um, you know, most schools having a hard time. Year's team, and then I want to talk a little bit about the fishing tournament. You got a big promotion right. fundraiser coming up. When you sat down after the end of the season, and you you've described your process before, and you're seems like you and the staff have a great way to get through film and open discussion. Did you evaluate your own playbook at the end of the year? Do I want to add? Do I want to take away this work? I'm going to leave 75% and change 25%. Is that something you look at? Yeah, we, I look back through and watch some, some film. We cut up some film on up front, what we've done. And, you know, we met on it actually last night on O-line stuff. And we're just trying to make ourselves better. But when you look back at what we've done, there's a couple of past pros that we may make change a little bit. And then there's um, – run game we may not have as many run plays in this year maybe too much for the old line last year because we had a, had it wrote on the board earlier in there i think it's, it's, it's so we got 10 10 different run plays now we run them out of a bunch of formations um and really we call one of them bulldog but we can run it bulldog red bulldog or black bulldog so it's three different really right. types of things they have to learn and it's Kind of a battle whether I'm going to dance some of it down, which we won't start with 10 because we didn't start with that much last year. We kind of you start with your base and kind of add on to it as it goes, um, depending on what type of defense we're playing, if we need to add it that week or not. But um, it's really getting out there in the spring, getting out there in the early fall, and seeing what our guys will be be better at. If that makes sense. Where we have an idea of what we're going to be better at, um, but it's just confirming that. And, but taking away some of the offense, I wouldn't say it's going to be tweaking some of it because I think that's the hardest thing about high school football is year to year your personnel changes. 
So, like last year, we had a kid that could throw for 2,400 yards. We might not have that this year. I'm not saying we won't, but that don't come around every year. You know, that's not consistent. You may have a guy who can throw for 2,400. Next year, you may have a guy who can rush for 2,400. Uh, you can't call the same game, and that happens. So, kind of takes as a play caller and an offensive guy, you got to really put your guys in the best position to make plays. So, we may run these plays more this year than we run last year, and the next year it may flip and do something else. But, um, it's just right now just trying to figure out what's going to be best for our guys. And first off, we've got to figure out who's going to win that job and who's going to be in the backfield. Uh, it's just, you know how it is. All the time going, what happens if this guy goes down? We don't try to think about that. Surely football is a year-round sport. Uh, Howie, before we get to the, the, the things that we're planning in the future, we, we're going to talk about some other things. You got any? Follow up for Coach Van before we get to the Bass Tournament. Yeah, usually most coaches at smaller schools has the trouble finding one player to play quarterback or something. But, but it sounds like you got the luxury where you could have three fighting for it. I mean, that, that's great for you, but it could be bad as well. Um, you know, could you go into that a little bit more as far as being able to have three at one position? Right. Yeah. So, you know, we got. Two that I feel real that I'm confident in that can can make the plays in the past game um, and 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 on their feet. Uh, the third one would be more on his feet guy um, that does mainly running. So uh, that would have to happen. You know, if I really didn't feel like the other two was going to give us anything in the past game, but really I would say it's a two man race right now uh, because I'd like to keep our backs in the backfield and keep them fresh. Um, but we don't have a wildcat setting, and that's really was the third guy was the wildcat guy. We really have two guys that's really going to be hard for that quarterback spot, and um, that's exciting. And I think it's a good thing for them guys because they've already they already come to me. They're wanting to meet, they want to throw, and it's both of them. And so they're both want to be good. And then we have some young guys like freshman that's going to be a sophomore, um, same grade as the other one that. If he grows, he's gonna be competing. He'll grow up on some weight, so it's exciting. So we got we got some under the radar guys that could could throw in there and, and make a splash as well. So we already got your eighth grade from last year. Will you already have them going through your summer work workouts? Your upcoming freshmen. Yeah, so they're they're not where they're seventh. So our first second periods are junior high workouts. Seventh periods are varsity guys right now. So they're the current eighth grader will be freshmen. They're not working out with their varsity guys yet, but they're working out every day. Uh, same thing, and same same exact you know regimen. They're doing the exact same thing. Uh, they're just not together yet. But I think we have uh, that group is full of skill guys and, and some some good linemen as well. Not not as many linemen. There's not a lot of linemen in there, but the ones that are in there are pretty. Uh, I think it's got a bright future. But our skills loaded. I'm excited about that. I think they're going to help us a lot on special teams, and, and they're going to be buying for for spots. I think they're going to shock some people. And then you look at we're going to be able to play JV schedule and make sure that them ninth and tenth graders are getting playing time. So, like that that quarterback I talked to you about, I'm not going to, the young one that's not maybe in the race heavy right now that could be if it put on weight and grow. Um, he needs reps on JV. 
because they may grow and put on weight going into a senior year and win that spot because it's a competition every year. It doesn't matter who wins it this year. Uh, it can flip next year. Somebody else work, works one and wins the job. It ain't yours just because you played it last year. And so I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be good stuff. So that's a good question, and I'm sorry I keep running on to it, but that you just brought up something I wanted to ask you. So you got that younger quarterback. Do you almost uh, – you have a quarterback that's playing wide receiver, and if something happened that the other quarterback couldn't start a game, you'd probably move him in for wide receiver. But you want to put that young kid in a, a system to get those JV reps, and and does he work as your second quarterback in the varsity at practice, or how do you handle that? Hey, hey really, we got to get both of them reps. And the guy who like, last year – uh, I didn't do a good enough job of getting getting their true second group guy reps. So I got the third group guy probably more reps than the second group, if that makes sense, because he's primary position somewhere else. This year with this situation, I'm going to have to find a way. They're both going to have to get good quality practice reps because if one goes down, the other one's going to step in and be very productive in that spot. We really shouldn't miss that much, if that makes sense. And, uh, so, but the, the other guys want to get tons of rep on scout team, and so he's he's throwing a lot of balls. And then on JV, if he's able to, you know, progress and get better throughout the year, then it may be a situation where he could, you know, step in and practice more where they're forced to get better. He's young and he, he needs to grow. And he'll get bigger and put on weight. He works hard. He's put on weight already. I'm proud of him. So I think he, he's got potential to be good. Uh, that's a great thing about doing a show like this and that we're going to do over the next several years and grow with the program. We're going to get to see a lot of these kids grow too. And that's an exciting part, but you got something going on this weekend that we got to promote a little bit. Uh, Howie, I think you've got the flyer up. I, I don't have it. What can you run through that just a little bit? Yeah, it's actually next weekend. March the 5th. Uh, March the 5th. Okay. The Rams classic open bath tournament it's going to be held at goose pond boat ramp uh it's the i think it's a hundred dollar entry fee uh a thousand dollar first place guaranteed um sounds like it's going to be a great job or a great time uh i'm not a fisherman or i'd get in it um but you know if you, you need gotta, any help you, you gotta if get you need up any help or anything uh safe light so yeah, pretty much yes. Y'all yeah, folks crazy. Go ahead. Bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're asleep, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still asleep at those times. Yeah. Ahead, yeah. Go back real quick. If you need anybody gaining your weight, have them come and hang out with me and Randy. We'll put the weight on them in a heartbeat, buddy. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, it's gonna be a. Um, we need people sign up. Fish got some signed up. We we need more. Um, you know, again. Uh, Every fundraiser we do, you know, we just got done with one. And when we finish this one, you know, the, the players really are not involved in this one as much. When we finish this one, we'll start another one because, you know, it's – we spend a lot of money. And we go through a lot of money in the football season. So does every program around here. But um, we're trying to provide our, our football players with the best equipment we can provide them with, with the best weights, with the best facility, with – with, we're trying to make it the best we can make it. We can't do that without money. We can't do it without, you know, everyone's help. So 
we appreciate everything everyone does when they donate and they participate in fundraisers. I mean, it don't go on, you know, we're thankful for it and, and we appreciate you. And so when you come out and you see the field look good on Friday night, you see, you know, everything that's up and this field house and this locker room, the way it looks is because of, of people that help out. We appreciate everybody. And the good thing about this one here, if you want to sign up, you can pre-register by text by contacting Josh Turner at 256-717-6043. Uh, get in contact with him. He can get you the information. Go out and see if you can make you $1,000 enjoying fishing. Probably won't win because me and my partner probably win. But you can well, who, come who is your partner? You can come out and try Ryan Haney. So you oh, can yeah. come out. Yeah. That's a ringer. That's a ringer right there. That's ringer. like having yeah, you can come out and try to win, but I mean, uh, that's like having Bill Dance and you both having Ryan Haney in there. Kevin Van Dam. There you go. It's funny. I seem to do better at the fundraisers where you eat wings and hot dogs than I do. Yeah. Well, we'll have that coming up too in August. You can come back. Yeah, we'll be there. We for sure. We got a we got a lot we can do with this program. Uh, we can also raise money for the program through here. Uh, I, we're excited about this. And, Coach, um, one thing that we have an opportunity to do as we get closer to season is uh, we're going to be able to talk a little bit and maybe even show some films on here of the previous week's game. We don't know for sure what time we're going to do it and all the details yet, but it's a unique opportunity, and a lot of folks that seen the Coach Saban show and stuff like that. For you as a coach, that's kind of putting yourself out there to, 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 to take and look at that film and see it the next day. Uh, what's the challenges for you uh, as far as when you watch film and and self critiquing? Like, are you are you super hypocritical of yourself? Mm, yes, I watch film and, and think why. Why, I ain't gonna say exactly what I think, but why did you call that <laughs> in that situation? Or, or you know, and, and a lot of times it's 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 a lot of different things of why I didn't see that on film previously. Like if I'm watching film and I see something the defense is doing, wondering why I didn't catch that in the scout because I try to right. catch everything I can. And then you know it ain't always about making the wrong call. Sometimes it's about you're in a good call and the other guys just in a better one. You know, and that's the fun thing about calling plays for me is you're trying to find something that works. And once that defense coordinator figures out what you're doing and he makes a move, it's time for you to make a chess play back. And uh, Sometimes uh, I try to critique myself because I didn't make the right chess move back. I, I screwed up, so I need to find a way next time I see this situation arise, uh, remember it and, and make a better move the next time because – is you don't see it again. And I think that's where older coaches and coaches that's been around a lot have seen a lot of things. And they may have the edge on me in that in that stance that, you know, maybe uh, they've seen that move before. They know what I've done. And then uh, they may be a step ahead of me. Um, but I'm trying to learn enough where I can, I can trick them a little bit and try to stay another step ahead. We're going to try to trick Coach Benefield again, but they ain't much tricking – with him, he ain't trying to trick you. He's saying, I'm running right at you. Stop me. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people don't stop him. <laughs> so, uh, but coach, but I don't care what people say that. And it, sometimes it, it takes away, like, 
yeah, he's not trying to hide anything. And but what he does, he coaches it so well. He don't have to. I think this is a contribute to how good of a coach he he really is. Uh, coaching technique and, and seeing how they block, and I think it's just more contribute to how coach how good coach Benavidez is. You got to do what you got to do, though, Coach Van, and and you're not going to go from running the spread to to a single wing. No, you won't. You won't say. I, I actually at Woodville. I, I last year I was in a way kind of ran some of the same stuff Coach Benefield did because I didn't have the personnel to to spread it out, and so. Um, but I I don't think I hope we don't have that problem here. I don't think. We got some good athletes, and we got to get them the ball in space. That's what we're going to try to do. You know, there's multiple multiple ways to skin a cat. Um, I'm just going to skin it my way. Well, how as we wrap up the first episode, as we said, we're going to have a ton of opportunity. First of all, y'all got to get me talking in strictly Alabama time, but Howie, we're going to have a ton of opportunity and and, and opportunity to promote the program and uh, goals. Anything you want to Ask to wrap up tonight because I've I've about wore Coach Van out with my questions tonight. No, it, uh, you know, Coach, we hope we don't uh, you get tired of us. We hope you don't get tired of us, and uh, you know, keep coming back with us. And it's going to be a great season for you. Uh, looking forward to talking to you next month and see what improvements you feel like you've made in, in the next twenty-five to thirty days, whenever it may be. And uh, looking forward to talking to you all all year long and. Uh, good luck to you. Yeah, I appreciate it. We're, we're going. I well, maybe even sneaking down to Alabama work. a little bit this fall, so we don't know the detail. I don't know if I'm going back to my old radio station or moving on down the line, but I may, I may be down there a little more. That y'all may get a little tired of seeing me too by the time the season's over with. Coach, we appreciate your time, and we appreciate it. And folks, if you uh you want to support the Sylvania Rams, first of all, get out to the Bass Tournament this weekend. Join us here with Coach Tyler Van. And Coach will have uh, details of the Wing Fest over the summer. And is there anything else going on, Coach, we need to talk about before we get out of here tonight? Uh, thank, uh, I, think, I think you covered it. Uh, but I appreciate what y'all do uh, promoting Sylvania, promoting our kids. Uh, you know, every every – media, everybody who calls, everybody who talks, uh, we really appreciate it because uh, we need our kids to be promoted and, and that's important to me. That's important to our, our parents. Coach, just like you you do this for the love of kids, we do it too because in our, our little way, we try to give back to them because they're, they're the important part of this whole equation. I agree. For Randall Cunningham, Howie Chaney, and of course, Coach Tyler Van. Thank you for joining us on our first ever Sylvania Rams football preview. Again, if you go to River City Media Sports on YouTube and smash the like, you'll get a notification every time. We'll be back in about four weeks with an update. As we get close to the season, we'll get our weekly time figured out, but we got an opportunity to do something special with access and coach. It's a real pleasure that you're going to give us the access to this program, and thank you for that. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. We'll see y'all in about a month.